Hello guys, welcome to another episode of the Unlearning Life podcast. If this is your first time here, first time listening to us, welcome. My name is Angoya and uh, I am here with my co-hosts and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Hi everyone, this is your girl Mercy. Thank you for tuning in. Hi, this is your other girl Winsome. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you'll enjoy today's episode. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies, I am so excited about today's episode. But before we get into it, I wanted to give our listeners an opportunity to get to know you guys intimately. Uh, so I awesome. have, I have questions for you guys, separate questions, okay. and mm-hmm. um, yeah, very different. My first question is to Winsome. Great. What do you consider your biggest failure in life? Ooh, that's a good (laughs) one. That's a deep question, Sharon. Oh my. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I would reframe that. I would put it in a way. Um, like what's one thing I wish I had started early? Um, mm-hmm. Okay. I wish if, if that's okay with you, because this is your question. Um, yeah, it is okay with me if this is one thing that you consider like something that you think you probably failed at. And not saying that failure is but oh, she doesn't want to accept that she's no, 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 it's, it's not that. It's just that it's something that I can still rectify. That's why oh, I okay. feel like it's something okay. that, yeah. So um, I think I didn't uh, see the importance of, um, you know, public speaking or like communicating with others I remember when I was young I would always like look down upon people who talked a lot you know I'd be like ah that person talks a lot I don't want to be um I don't want to deal with them or I don't want to be like them now as I grew up I realized communication is a big thing right when you enter corporate America when you're in college you realize communication is a big thing you need to like express your opinions without like fearing what others will think and um over time i've realized the importance of that and it's like i'm you now started a podcast a now <laughs> yeah i'm part of a podcast now i'm like okay let's let's catch up on things that you know i didn't focus on like 20 years ago and yeah okay. hopefully it can still be rectified yeah this yeah. question is uh going to marcy and mm-hmm. These are things that I I don't know about you guys. That's why I'm asking these questions. I want to get to know, and I want Mm -hmm. our audience to also get to know. Okay. Uh, And this is weird, given that you and I grew up together. But Mm -hmm. what would you consider your talent? Oh, interesting. You know, I've been asked this question so many times, and I don't know if I have a talent, you guys. You know, I've been thinking long yeah. and hard. I feel like for some people, they'll be like, oh, I play an instrument. Or yeah. Yeah. I sing. Or I'm a really good dancer. You know, or mm. I'm really good at art. I honestly mm. don't know if I can pinpoint something that I would say, oh, I'm really good at that thing. And I would consider it to be a talent. I feel like I have things that I enjoy doing and that I think I'm good at. Um, mm-hmm. But they're not necessarily talents. Or see, or maybe okay. I just haven't discovered it. You know, yeah. 
I'm yet to discover what my talent is. Does everyone have a talent? I'm curious to know. Is yeah. this like, yeah, is it standard for everyone, every single person to have a talent? To have a talent. And some people have more than one talent. It's just I know. not one. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to know what your talent is, Marcy. Because... Sharon, what's your talent? You don't get to ask questions. Okay. Ah, well, yeah, yeah, we want to know. You don't get to ask questions. Uh, <laughs> I actually don't know if I have a talent. I would say these days I'm like really thinking more about like I think I think I'm a good singer, or maybe oh, I was a good singer. What? Okay. Why, why are you sounding like you don't know this? Yeah, I mean, you sing. This is so sad. In the shower, actually. Yeah, I feel like you sing. Like, I like can't sing to save my life, but you can sing. So, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Okay, I would say that because I'm not artistic at all. So, anyway, you guys know I like to talk about money. I like to talk about relationships. And I was like, you know what? Let's have a conversation about those two topics. So talk about finances in the context of romantic relationships. And we're just going to dive straight into it. I know you guys are in committed relationships right now. I want you guys to think um, from when you guys started dating in like your first date. Do you remember... um, who paid? And did you guys have a conversation about who was going to pay beforehand? Marcia, do you want to go first? Yeah, I can start. To be honest, it's been so long. I'm really okay. trying to think remember what exactly happened. But I think um, for me, my story is a little bit different in the sense that, you know, like how many people go on their first dates where they are complete strangers. I feel like for us, by the time we went on our first date, we were technically kind of already in a relationship because I feel like by the time he asked me to be his girlfriend, we were, you know, we were on a trip with a few other friends and he expressed his interest in, you know, wanting to date me. And I was like, you know what, let me think about it. So I thought about it and I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, let's give it a shot. Like, you know, you know what I want, like. I don't date for fun. It has to be like a serious, committed relationship. Oh, wow. And so we are like, okay, let's give it a shot. And mm. at the time, we were actually in Kenya. So I feel like we didn't go on an official date. And he flew out like three days after that, right? And so right. we didn't go on our first official date until I came back to Vancouver. And we're like, okay, let's go on a date. And by that point, we had already decided we are giving this thing a shot. But now we are going out as boyfriend and girlfriend. And so who no, I actually cannot remember. Like I genuinely cannot remember. I'm like, huh? Well, then what did you pay? Pay or did I pay? You know, did you like, guys go for dinner? Chance that I, yeah, we just went for mm-hmm. we went for. Ethiopian Is there food. a chance that you paid? There's probably a chance that I paid. I am <laughs> proud of you. Uh, yeah. So I guess I guess that tells me that you did not have a conversation on who was gonna pay beforehand. No, what about you, Winston? Yeah. Um, mine is the total opposite. Like, so we met online, and yeah. uh, our first date, we we went for a coffee date. We went as strangers. We'd never met before, 
And yeah. we didn't really have a conversation on who was going to pay, but it was assumed from my side that he was going to pay. That he was going to pay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's coffee. It's not a, that expensive. I could have paid for it, but at the same time, I had the expectation that, you know, he would pay for it. Okay. So Fair now enough. that... That that forces me to actually ask you guys. You guys are well. Wow, okay, you are okay with paying for like the first date. It sounds yeah. Like personally, it. I'm okay with that. I just feel like I, I've never experienced you know dating like a complete stranger, okay. right? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Like I've been with my current partner for so long. Maybe my expectations would be different now. I don't know. I see. But at the time, it was like, this is someone that I know. This is someone that, you know, has come through for me in other ways. Like, I've not, right. I knew him for a full two years before we, ever, we started dating, right? And there are so many things that we had as friends. There are many things that he had done right. for me that I had done for, for him. So maybe with that context is different versus yeah, it's I'm going yeah. on a first yeah. date with a complete stranger. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I understand. Mm-hmm. And I think even from my girlfriends here, I think what I hear is many of them would expect the guy to pay on the first mm-hmm. date. But to be honest, I always say, is it a fair expectation? Right. Yeah. Just considering that, you know, especially in this day and age, I'm always of the, you know, because what I hear from some guys that I'm close to is it can be very expensive for them too, like to go on dates and constantly foot the bill. And I guess yeah. one strategy is to probably pick in expensive dates. Maybe yeah. your first date can just be yeah, they should not coffee. Be yeah. 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 Grab a smoothie or something and mm-hmm. yeah. go on a walk. Yeah. So I guess that's it's up to them also to come up with strategies so just, that. Yeah. Yeah, are not helpful to their That's pockets. Cool. Yeah, because mm-hmm. if you're taking mm-hmm. every person, strangers, to like dinner dates, yeah, yeah, because we are expensive. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, fair yeah. yeah, I'm okay I'm paying. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay. okay paying for the first date, but I have an expectation that the guy will pay for it. Is it fair? Uh, not really, but for me, it's more of like is this it's a sign of security kind of it's a sign that the yeah. guy can provide i mean it could yeah. just be a simple thing as coffee it it doesn't mm-hmm. have yeah. to be a lot it's of tiny. money yeah. to me it just shows that he's willing to take care of me and it's not yeah. a conscious thing it's not like oh i want a guy who will pay for my dinner or for my coffee it's not really about that i guess mm-hmm. it's just it plays to my primal my primal oh. uh being oh. Yeah. yeah, you know, like as women, yeah. we look for p- uh, men who can provide, who can and provide, that to me, yeah, yeah. and that yeah. to me was, was important. Then I don't what about think you, I've Sharon? ever been. I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever been in a space mentally where I can honestly and genuinely say that I'm okay paying for a first date. Why I'm never done. paid? I've never paid yeah. for a first date. Mm-hmm. I don't think I mm-hmm. would pay for a first date. And if I pay, if I have to pay for it, I'm not seeing you again. Like, it's <laughs> no, there, I, yeah. I, I, I see why. Yeah. 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 Cause so, it's just like you, an eek. I see what you mean. Like, yeah. It's just an eek. Honestly, it's like, I get it. 
Yeah, but is that a conversation that you have beforehand, right? Or is it just the assumption is we don't talk about it. The assumption is as long as we're going out, you're paying. What if you're the one uh, who asks the guy out? Or so that's, that where, that's where it is. Never. So for me, yeah. guy out. I would never ask for the first date. So yeah. I expect yeah. that the person that will ask for the first date, which I, I date men, so I expect that the guy would be like, hey, let's go on a date. And then that means that they're paying. And when I say first date, I don't mean like take me to, I don't know, I, even if we're going um, to like just walk and we may have just to buy like, I don't know, like a bag of peanuts, whatever, $3, $2, I still expect you to pay. I prefer first dates to be very easy and casual, no money spent if if that's mm-hmm. your vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I just I don't think it's an ick. I don't think I can if I have to pay for it, like I'm I'm out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So since we have that expectations of the men that we are dating, what expectations mm-hmm. I'm curious, what expectations do they have have on you know, on you, right? Yeah. yeah. Because it can't just be a one-sided thing. Because I'm thinking if the, expect, the general expectation for most women is the guy would pay on the first date, do mm-hmm. dudes also have expectations? I'm sure they do. Uh, and, and just, I guess, just from, I don't know what to call it, but, like, I feel like most men would know that it's expected that they pay for their first date. Um you know, dates after that, like that's more of like a conversation. We can have a conversation about that. But I think that first date is just it. It just shows that okay, that I'm interested in you. Even if you're more interested in them, I think they should ask for it, and I think they should pay for it. Now, whatever yeah. they decide the first date to be, they should look at their pocket and make a decision that you know is smart enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. That's my policy. Yeah, although I always yeah. say, you all, life is too short. If you like a guy and they're not taking yeah. the first step, please, girl, too short. Yeah. Your life is too short. But why are they not taking the first step? So well, what, maybe, what if they never ask you out, Sharon? Then, then I know <laughs> they're gonna... not interested enough. <laughs> no, that can't yeah. be it. I think sometimes it's just like some folks can be oblivious, right? They're, you know, like, I just feel like... Then I'm not dating an oblivious person. It's not decided that they are they haven't noticed. It's, you know, like, mm-hmm. they're, maybe the vibes you give them is maybe you're in a relationship, right? Maybe they don't know you well enough, so they're, I don't know. I feel like mm-hmm. there could be a myriad of reasons why someone wouldn't be asking that question. And I feel like this can be particularly true for folks who are, who you already know versus complete strangers of course it's easier okay. for different. yeah that's yeah. different yeah like asking yeah if you know each other and they're just trying to like you know figure out what if you like them back that's a different yeah. conversation yeah, yeah and that's what i'm envisioning personally because i feel like that has mostly okay. been my experience there's a lot of thought that goes into asking someone you know out because sometimes mm-hmm. it's also like what if I ruin the friendship? Maybe we yes, probably have yeah. something good yeah. here and I'm hesitant yeah, yeah. to ask because that might affect our relationship going forward. So it's not that they're not interested. Okay. They just don't mm-hmm. know, you know, where that will be. But you don't, you don't necessarily have to, to tell them, but you can, I feel like we, women are, I don't know, I just feel like women can, You th- there are things you can do to, to tell the person that, hey, 
you know. Yes. Feel free. Some feel men, free. Some oh, men don't, don't take it. the hint. Oh, oh God. God. They can't take a yeah. hint. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're going. <laughs> you just got to be like, I watch you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, Let's that go. happening. That, that should be your I, challenge for next year, Sharon. We yeah. should set a challenge for you next year that you, you ask you someone dating. out. Why, why I mean, you, you told us you're dating, so okay. <laughs> that's your challenge for next year. <laughs> okay. uh-huh. So uh, after your first date, um, maybe you've decided like you guys are dating, have decided, not dating, but like decided that you're exclusive, you're in a relationship. At what point mm-hmm. do you guys think that conversations about money and finances should start happening? Um, good question. Honestly, personally, I just think as um, as early as possible and inevitably, I think even who's paying for the first date is already kind of mm-hmm. a money conversation. And I think mm-hmm. when yeah. you're exclusive, of course, you know, like talking about finances is uncomfortable, right? So I wouldn't say on your second date, let's talk about money, right? How yeah. are we splitting right. the bills? But I think it's one of those things that should ideally come as early as possible into the relationship and at that point it's especially if you're now going on subsequent dates you're spending money together you're maybe even um, not just going out on dates but you're sharing experiences like maybe you're going on a road trip and inevitably you're forced to have those conversations and some people just make assumptions Uh, but I think it's better to say okay so it looks like we are spending a good chunk of time together we are each spending money. How do we want to balance this out? Mm-hmm. Is, is there assumption that it's 50-50? Maybe to some people it's just 50-50. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. I definitely agree that, you know, you should start these conversations early because you don't want to date someone, you know, for a year. Then you realize, like, your your money objectives are, like, are not aligned. Totally. Yeah, um, not. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think conversations about money should come gradually, as Masish said, as you go for trips, you have, like, a you talk about a, you know, a traveling budget or like how you can share right. those grocery shopping. It becomes like it's a step by step. You don't want to ask mm-hmm. someone about how much they spend on traveling on like the first date or whether you should go 50-50 on like traveling budget on the first date. It just comes oh, yeah, um, yeah. with time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how do you guys feel about that 50-50 conversation. Coming from a guy, like if, let's say, imagine yourself, like you are dating right now, like out there, yeah. and you started, like you're in a relationship, let's say, and a guy's like, you know, it's going to be 50-50. And this is without knowing, like, maybe how much they make and things like that. If they outrightly just bring it up, like, how, would that be like a conversation you're going to welcome or like, do you, what do you guys think? Cause I feel like a lot of girls have a different principle on the 50, 50 talk. Yeah. I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Yeah. yeah, I think the 50, 50 thing, that's the start of a good conversation for me. Um, I would want to know why the person would want to go 50-50. I mean, it could be like it's financial reasons, right? It could be that they earn less. Um, or it could be just like that's their principle. This is a partnership yeah. and they want to go 50-50. Yeah. yeah. Um, would have to look at who makes more. If I make more, um, mm-hmm. would have to adjust 50/50? those numbers. 
you would have to adapt <laughs> those if numbers. You, if you make less, you're, you're not no, a no. <laughs> no, no, I mean, like when we're still dating and like we don't have kids, I'm fine with 50-50. But after we've lived, say, for a year or two years, you, you see the way, you know, roles like are divided between you two and you can reconsider mm-hmm. that um, mm-hmm. that ratio really um and also there's also when kids come in like who's gonna p- be paying more of the bills that's also another different conversation so i oh, think yeah, that's that's further down yeah yeah that share is always gonna be changing um but to your initial question is 50 50 okay i like how you someone... feel yeah because i feel like culturally we were brought up in in africa right? uh, yeah in that what 50 50 conversation is it's not just... it, it doesn't exist yeah, well, it didn't exist back then. I'm sure now the younger people are probably getting it from like I don't know the Western world, but um, that like just mm-hmm. that statement like hey, you know it's gonna be fifty fifty, despite you know maybe the person making more or less than you. Uh, yeah, like, does it? Because for me, it's it it kind of sets a tone that I don't like. Because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. I, I generally don't, I don't have a problem with like going fifty fifty, especially you know if it's just a relationship we're trying to get to know each other and things, things like yeah. that. Yeah, we're trying mm-hmm. to figure things out because I want to like feel like I I can take care of myself and anything I I would want from let's say a guy I I want I want it to be something that I can afford myself. So that you know, I don't expect things that I can't afford from someone. So fifty-fifty yeah. is fine with me. But I don't know why, if somebody brings it up, it kind of rubs me off it's the wrong the way. wrong way. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I think um, you know, like I don't know. Does it just come randomly? Like you know, I feel like this is. I don't know if there's like guidelines or whatever on how to have the money conversations because i guess it could be like it just never comes up it's just i you, i paid for the last date so you paid for you pay for this date mm-hmm. and in the end it might still be 50 50 even though you yeah. didn't talk about 50 50 you you yet to have that money conversation but I, I actually think you know like some of these conversations need to be put into context like how much income how are how oh. much money Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. but I think me from what I understand about many relationships, those conversations about how much money um your partner is making tend to come much later. So for folks that are dating, because I feel like I've been out of the dating scene for so long, how do you just agree on how the bills are going to be split? Because dating is expensive, then dating is costly, okay. right? So I'm, yeah, I don't know how initially those. I feel like that's when. I think that's when people say it's 50-50 or, like, people go on dates and then they just, like, Venmo each other. Like, mm, you know. I see. Yeah, it's like, oh, you go on a date and you get a bill from, I'm like, I thought you were footing that bill or you, I mm-hmm. thought I was footing this Oh, bill. yeah. So people Venmo yeah. each other and do that before they start having, like, this types of conversations. But I would say that um, in the past, because, well, like my most recent relationship, I think we talked about like how much each of us were making, and we we knew the numbers. Uh, do you guys, first of all, do you, do you guys are you guys okay with disclosing that amount, the, the amount of money you're making to your partner? I usually disclose a range. 
you know. Oh, a range, not the amount. Yeah, not, the, not, not, not an exact number. No, not to the point. No. Really? Wait, Just a range. So this is both dating and also like in a committed relationship. You are engaged right now. Does this person okay. only know a range? Does Does the person only know the range? They know close to the figure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I feel like I feel like um. Honestly, maybe it's the way I grew up, but I find money in a relationship like as a, I still handle it as a personal thing. thing. Yeah, oh. yeah. I see it as wow. like, a, I mean, we would have like a joint account, like an account for both of us. But when it comes to like my part, like how much I earn, I still make it a personal thing maybe it's a huddle that i have to jump over at Dang. some point yeah wow. maybe it's a wow. thing yeah of course it'll be interesting. there'll be a time when i have to disclose it for sure but for yeah. now i'm still enjoying you're that still holding it to the chest it's like uh, it's a win yeah yeah a million it could be come on it's all <laughs> It's not that big of a range. It's not that big of a range. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, you guys. I feel like, yeah, maybe I just haven't dated enough, but my current partner has always known, and I feel like I've always known how much they're making. Yeah. Even uh, when you're applying for a job and you're having those You money. tell them, yeah. Tell them. I'm like, uh, yeah, me too. I can't. I'm like, me too. this is what they offered me. Yeah. yeah. Curious, right? So I, I don't think, think yeah. I've always approached it is from a transparency point of view because yeah. I feel like when you approach it with transparency, you also avoid, um, you know, having unfair expectations of each other. True. But yeah. you know, you're looking at it from your perspective when some is, you also don't want them to expect you to chip in more because <laughs> they're like, <laughs> no, no. Take care of me. Take care of me, baby. Take care of me. No, yeah. no. I feel like I've just never found the reason to like. Be I close. hear you though. Course, I know. Of course, when I'm applying for jobs, I'm like, okay, this will be twenty k more, or this would. So he knows. I think he knows really close to bigger. He, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I think he knows the amount. But um, so he would know. It's just that I've never uh, disclosed like, oh, I make this exact amount. So. Mm. Yeah. So I, I think I've had this conversation in the past because like a lot of, uh, of especially like older women would tell you like you can't like you can't put all your cards to the table yeah. as a woman. Mm-hmm. And I think there's mm-hmm. some wisdom to it that I still don't understand. But I know there is some wisdom to it. That said, I think when I date some, like I date people that I think I consider friends. So yeah. I am mm-hmm. like, I'm like just laying everything on the table because I could, I, I think they're just like my friends. So I'm just yeah. like, yeah, this is, this is how much I make, blah, blah, blah. Because yeah. I just kind of expect that. It's not even like I'm intentionally trying to be transparent. It's just mm-hmm. me blabbing out my numbers yeah. because I'm just like, we're friends. Yeah. So, but I yeah. totally get like, there is definitely some wisdom that I still don't know about. And maybe it's because in mm-hmm. the past, maybe men did, I don't know where it started. But, yeah, yeah. But you know, mm-hmm. I think with me, it's a money thing because I don't think even a lot of my friends know how much I make. 
Sharon, I think you're one of my friends who knows how much I make. Like I don't, yeah, I don't disclose it to a lot of people. So I think it's more of a money thing for I see. me, and not really like the relationship and money thing. It's more. This is a conversation we need to have because I think this is yeah. one of the reasons why women um, at work from get paid less. profession we get yeah. paid less because we don't yeah. like to talk about our money. We talk yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm one of those. Yeah. 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 I think since I've worked mostly with men uh, in mm-hmm. those conversations, even last night I was at a, at a happy hour and the men just started throwing their numbers and I was like, okay. They, oh, I like, mm-hmm. they talk yeah, about like, okay. I mostly work with, yeah, if you work with yeah. guys, you start realizing like they'll talk about those things. And oh. I think I've become more open with them about those things because I okay. hear them talk about it more. Yeah. yeah. Well, but do they talk about it from like a bragging perspective? It's like, Obviously. guess how much I made last year? A quarter <laughs> of a million. How much are you making? No. No. So, like, they were like, they talk about it from like, hey, this is what they told me when I was trying to tell them I need more. Did they tell you the same thing? Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is See, how that's much what we need to do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so sure. yeah, like my coworker asked me like asked me that and he was like, Yeah, this is the response I got. Did you get the mm-hmm. same response? And I was like, Actually I never asked them for more, but thank you for letting mm-hmm. me know. And he's like, See yeah. you have a problem. This is why they didn't want to give me more. Mm-hmm. So it's true, yeah. Honestly, in our in our work setting, failing to have conversations about money only benefits the employer. Them. Never yeah. the employee. Yes. Right? Empl- yeah. Because You'd rather know how much your colleagues are making and right. use that as leverage, right? Leverage, yes. Hush, 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 hush. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. knows. Mm-hmm. All the power yeah. is now with the employer. They can just throw whatever figures around. But anyway, yeah. But also, I think in relationships, I personally think that, it, you know, it, I can't imagine like us sh- sharing bills when like, I don't know how much you're making. Like, mm-hmm. I just feel like this is pertinent information. You know, yeah, to like us living amicably and in a way that's fair for both of us, but also enabling us to realistically, because I'm guessing if you live together, you have shared financial goals, like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and so that kind of informs perhaps how sooner we can get there, how realistic yeah, yeah. I need to be with my financial goals. I might think mm-hmm. you're making a quarter right. of a million, but you're not yes, even you're making not. six figures, right? So yeah. anyway, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think in the world that we live in, uh, there are a lot of, especially if you are in a, like, let's say, a marriage situation. You know, you will have to disclose the amount because you guys need to file tax returns together. So, like, then you can, unless yeah. you want to file separate, which is Separately, weird. Yeah. Why would you get married mm-hmm. and decide? Mm-hmm. You know, like, so I guess living in this world, in this part of the world, kind of like because of those things, you end up being more transparent but yeah. i feel like yeah culturally uh like in most countries enough i don't know i never knew people filed tax returns until recently i see a lot of kenyans <laughs> talking about tax returns i'm like oh really yeah. people used to file taxes so i feel because of, of those things people didn't talk about how much they made uh back then yeah so um i know we hear a lot about like guys having some guys not all but some men having a problem with their woman making a lot more than them uh do you guys feel 
any like do you guys have any feelings around your man making more than you or less than you like does it impact how you feel about them or how you feel about the relationship mm, honestly yeah i don't know i just feel like yeah i guess yeah i don't do you have a have preference strong feelings i feel like it's better if he makes more right okay. yeah like not not from you know, I think also from a selfish point of view, because I feel like now when we combine our incomes, it's a lot it's higher, a lot right? Yeah, yeah, because now we can do a lot more with our yeah. shared income versus if it was just one income or you're making less than me. Um, right. Yeah. So, you know, like I I wouldn't necessarily be like, oh, I'm only dating you if you're if you're making more than me. But yeah. I think it's ideal, you know, yeah. for our shared goals and maybe i can live in a much better house because you're making a lot more money right so that's kind of where i'm at that said you know okay. i'm hard pressed to think of someone that i've dated who I've, I've made more money than them i feel like i've always dated folks who make more money that's than why me. that's why you're like he's gonna yeah. make yeah. more money no. <Yeah>. So I don't know, like I, it's not like I've been in those shoes and I know exactly how it felt. So who knows? All right, Winston, have you ever yeah. dated someone that made less than you? No. Or do you have any feelings that I can think of? Not any that I can think of. I don't know if college comes. Hey, look at you, girl. But um, I would prefer definitely someone who makes more than me. Um, especially when we are starting the relationship or like uh, when we're getting married. But I understand that life happens. It's not like I'm going to like separate from my partner if they can't like make they more uh, later mm-hmm. in life. You know, things change. People like get sick, yeah. people get into accidents. Terrible and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So that's, that's a different scenario. But initially, I'd prefer a guy who makes more than me. Again, it plays to that security provision thing that I, I was talking about. That, You're that's big that's that really one. important to me. I mean, <laughs> as a woman, that's, that's big for me. Um, so let's, so, let's say if you met somebody when you were yeah. dating, you met somebody, they were probably in medical school. Mm-hmm. They had all these loans and they were making yeah. zero. Would you date them? Mm, that's <laughs> uh, there's potential, so I would consider it. Yeah. Okay. I would date them. So my question okay. for you when some is since you don't disclose how much you're making, yeah. <laughs> they're making more than you. No, that's because you disclose to you. That's a good question. That's why I said at some point everything will come will have to come to the light. <laughs> <laughs> This point, it's like, the point. Years into the marriage, you're like, okay, I guess now things are coming to light. Wait, so you said in the beginning you'd prefer for them to make more. How yeah. how would you know in the beginning if you're not even telling them about your money? Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, or are you basing it off of what they do? What yeah, they do. Yeah, what they do, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So you, oh yeah. my gosh, you go about, oh wow. Unless, unless if they're... Unless if they're an entrepreneur, then that's different because an entrepreneur could be 50, 50K or like. Yeah. Who knows? Right? So that's, I see. that's a whole different Yeah. Thing. But also, yeah. when, when Sam was saying, like, to you, the money bit is about security, provision, right? security, provision. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, from your perspective, 
you know, what are you bringing into this relationship? If you want the man to bring security and provision, what are you bringing to this the is, table? This is asking toxic questions. This is, <laughs> this is a toxic question, Marcy. <laughs> how, how about we handle that on another episode? Wisdom is the table. Wisdom uh, is the table. She, don't have, she doesn't have to bring anything. She is a freaking table. I don't believe in those responses of like, oh, I'm the woman, I'm the table. Uh, I don't yeah. the table. Okay. I don't buy them, but yeah. So you can't bring. Yeah, you can't bring. Me too. You can't. You don't consider yourself to be the type of woman that would bring security and provision. No, of course, of course I do, but I, as I said, it's more of like. um innate thing uh, it's more like it's playing to the primal woman thing like the old way of things of like the man providing the woman um, taking care of the home and all that stuff mm. but it's it's playing what to if, that it doesn't yeah. yeah what if you wanted to be a stay-at-home dad okay that's fine then i'll i'll work that yeah that's when we'll we'll have kids then right so that's a, that's a yeah. different scenario what if he's, so, he wants to be a stay-at-home husband boyfriend stay-at-home boyfriend doing what no please what does a stay-at-home no boyfriend do stay-at-home boyfriend yeah. no 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 yeah. that, that's, that's laziness yeah <laughs> that's but, a fancy name for laziness so in short oh for you Winston, is it fair to say that you know, in your relationship, you know, you take on more of the domestic role. Like you domestic take on more role. of the domestic tasks at home. Um, and that's why, in a way, you kind of expect the financial security to come from the man. And I don't, I don't mind doing that. It's just mm-hmm. that if the man now makes less, and I make mm-hmm. more, the roles have to, like, change. I feel like Ooh. it's more of, like... <laughs> You know, it's, <laughs> listen, it's the contribution yeah. into the relationship. Right. We also monetize, like, the non-monetary roles. Yeah. yeah. And, and things that you have to do at yeah. home, they have Honestly, a value, we have too. to acknowledge, yeah, because so, there's a yeah. lot of work running, just running a home and running the day-to-day. Yeah. 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 When you date someone who makes more money, who makes less money than you. Yes. Um, yes. Um in in the re- so in the past i guess not in the recent past I, I think that's always been me i think i definitely want a partner who how do i say first of all it would be nice if a part, my partner would you know make more than me i don't like mm-hmm. that would be nice i think everybody would like that but yeah. I don't have a problem with a man that makes less than me. And that's because for me, it's just if he if he makes less than me and he's comfortable, that's fine. It's the people that make less than you and they and are so. uncomfortable and they are insecure. And now that's a problem. But if yeah. you just you're cool about things. And also, even if you make less than me, like. I don't expect you to be like, oh, okay, I make less than you, so there's nothing I can do. Because I've dated mm-hmm. people that make less, way less than me, and they like they do things more than me in their relationship financially. Because yeah, I guess I don't need much, and I'm not at a like you know I'll pay my rent and stuff. So like I don't want somebody to come and pay my rent, whatever, pay mm-hmm. my bills for me. So it's the little things like buy you a yeah. drink. 
Mm. Yeah. Well, to dinner, like to so dinner. whatever yeah. you're making really doesn't make an impact. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I would date. Yeah. Them. I I don't have a problem with someone that makes less than me as long as they are good emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. I they're okay with that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. As long I as think... they're not insecure, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's actually yeah. a research that uh, showed that, you know, in marriages where the women like made more than the men, um, mm-hmm. there were a higher chance of divorce. Divorce, yes. And yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because most so, some men are insecure about that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's. Yeah. yeah. So but I guess it. A caveat mm-hmm. though, because I always say, you know, money coming in is one thing. There's also expenses, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like there are also situations where you might find, okay, your man is definitely making mm-hmm. a lot more than you, but yeah. you also have quite a bit of expenses, like a lot yeah. more expenses compared to you, and right? Responsibilities, so, yeah. And you who makes less has, mm-hmm. you know, more disposable income than them, right? right? Mm-hmm. So that, that could also happen where, you know, they just have enormous bills and you have fewer yeah. bills, so you te- you keep more of your money than them. Yeah, yeah. Than yeah. Them. and yeah. really, yeah. it comes to, like, having the same money objectives, like having goals to work towards as a, par- as as a, a couple, household, yeah. as, as mm-hmm. a couple, as a partnership, because... Um, in that case, then it becomes like something that you both work towards. So you mm-hmm. can put both of you put the money that's available to you together. Yeah. So, um, the surplus money would mm-hmm. go yeah. into you those projects, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. yeah, and expenses yeah. and all that. So it becomes mm-hmm. less of like, oh, you have more of your money remaining, and I don't have anything at all. I think yeah. Yeah. having a goal so, really helps. I have a, I guess I feel the need to, first of all, clarify. So I, I just said that I am very much okay with dating somebody who makes less than me. But I also recognize that, you know, like in the top three reasons why people get divorced, money is like in the top three, you know, infidelity, yeah. I think intimacy, mm-hmm. and then uh, money, like as yeah. number three. Poor, so poor communication. Poor communication, yeah. 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 But in as much as I'm okay dating somebody who makes less than me, I honestly prefer to have a partner who, even if they make less than me, they are in a career or an industry where I know they have the potential to make more than me at some point. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want to date somebody who is like, there's no way, like, you know, no way they will ever get there. Or Mm -hmm. even if they don't make more than me, like they make in the same range, so that it never has to become a problem in our relationship because it can easily become a problem. So I felt the need to clarify that. Yeah. All right. So ladies, since you guys are in long-term committed relationships, would you say that your money management or like your financial management skills have changed over time as the relationship has progressed Mm -hmm. or, do you think there's something that you could you learned later that you can tell people to do earlier on in their relationship? Um, yeah, I think our um, our financial our financial management has changed over time. Like initially, mm-hmm. 
initially we didn't have joint accounts. Then over time you just realized that you need a joint account where you can, you know, mm-hmm. uh, spend um, money on activities that are for both of us, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Then over time you just realized that there are a lot of things that you would like to gain out of the, um, you know, both of us coming together. And, you mm-hmm. know, you start looking at beyond just having a, a normal joint bank account. You start thinking of, like, how you can benefit more from having, like, credit cards, uh, traveling mm. rewards and stuff like that. So I think, um, you know, you you kind of start to find ways that both of you can benefit from coming together financially. And I think that's one of the things that uh, has really been important, you know, for us, like just looking at ways that we can benefit from like combi- combining our some of our finances. And it doesn't have to be like immediate. You don't have to plan it on day one. I think it just comes over time. You know, you just decide what's better for you over time. And, at the end of it all, you find ways that work for both of you. For you. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, true. It's very contextual, right? And I feel like, you know, even when you're talking about the joint account, when some, I think one thing that we also had to figure out is do we want to share income or do we want to share expenses? Because those mm-hmm. are two different ways of approaching mm-hmm. it. Sharing your mm-hmm. income is. We have yeah. a, one joint account. My income mm-hmm. goes into that account. Your income mm-hmm. goes into that account. And maybe we say, mm-hmm. okay, everyone gets 500 bucks a month to do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Right? You can buy whatever you want. But ultimately, all the money is in one pot. We are paying the mm-hmm. bills from that account. Mm-hmm. It's our money. Right? You're sh- At that point, you're sharing. Income. Sharing your income. But, yeah. you know, I don't know, like, in our case, for instance, we have a credit card that we share mm-hmm. that is in mm-hmm. both our yeah. names, right? Mm-hmm. And so all the bills related to our house, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Out, everything goes there, yep. right? So it's mm-hmm. more yeah. like we're sharing expenses, but every person's mm-hmm. um, income still goes into their, their yeah. private yeah. account. And I actually think, you know, because we, we, we moved together three years before we got married, really. Mm-hmm. So now that we've gotten married, we actually want to, a transition to more sharing an income as opposed to sharing mm-hmm. expenses. Expenses. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I think we are now getting to the mindset of it's our money, right? We are right. Yeah. together. Yeah. And if we yeah. want to get to our shared financial goals, it might be mm-hmm. easier to even hold each other accountable if you're sharing an mm-hmm. income. Not exactly. Your money. And then you mm-hmm. agree on an amount that's fair for both of you. Yeah. That that's disposable like you get 500 bucks and you do whatever you want with it yeah no questions asked and i get the same and whether that proportion should be slightly higher if say you have more expenses because Mm -hmm. the reality for a lot of black people is there's also black checks and that kind of has to be factored into those conversations and then there's Mm -hmm. also conversations on debt and that has to be factored into Mm -hmm. conversations too and uh, as a yeah. woman, you you just have more personal uh, expenses, yeah. like and you need lotions and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So and your hair and your yeah, hair, yeah. yeah. We have a lot Makeup more. Makeup, yeah, yeah. You guys yeah. will share. Yeah, we'll I like the way you use your put products it and buy nothing. So. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, I like okay. that. I like that. I like the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's no right or wrong way of doing it. It's just mm-hmm. what works what for works both for of you. you, right? Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Um, exactly yeah, yeah. and of yeah. course if you're sharing um i guess if you're sharing expenses i think that's why I'm like, I guess I find it odd when someone you say you don't disclose because I think ultimately when you're sharing expenses, mm-hmm. there's a fair way to split those expenses, right? Yeah. And it's very much dependent on the income because if you make, make a lot more than me, I think it makes sense that yeah. you pay a larger proportion of our expenses compared to me because then if we go yeah. 50-50 and you make twice as much as I make, yeah, it doesn't seem fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I definitely understand that. And for us, initially, we were like, we sat down and we were like, okay, what are you comfortable with? Yeah. Uh, where can we Where can we meet? You know, uh, like what ratio, what percentage, what amount of the bills and stuff like that are you okay with? And that's how it's worked for us. And, um, you know, we understand it's going to change over time as our lifestyles mm-hmm. change as our situations change, you know, marriage, kids and all that, it's going to change yeah. and you have to have that right. conversation again and like again. figure mm-hmm. it out. Yeah. So it's always changing depending on our circumstances. Yeah. I had one more question. Um, how do you handle um, money fights or, you know, financial misunderstandings in your relationships? Mm. Sharon, do you want to start? Yeah, um, I would say that, first of all, I don't think I've had, like, money fights in, in, in my relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know I've caught feelings. I never told, you know, the, the, my partner mm-hmm. what I was feeling. But yeah. I know I've caught, I've caught feelings. So, like, um, I would say, like, you know, in, in one relationship where we lived together, uh, the person made more than I did at the time. Mm-hmm. And our expenses weren't really like a lot, and I was very comfortable paying fifty fifty. They paid fifty, I paid fifty. Never had an issue with it. Never felt anything about it until I was out of the relationship, and I was just like mm-hmm. reflecting, and I I felt some type of way because I realized this person actually never offered to you know like the the like is this fair yeah like because i make that more than you should i Mm -hmm. pay more you know Mm -hmm. and so it was just more of like a reflection of oh wow i wonder why they never offered right i wonder why you never asked and i wonder why i never Mm -hmm. asked yeah so it was like afterwards that i felt some Mm -hmm. type of way um but i haven't had uh, fights. I I feel like the money is so uncomfortable sometimes, and I like to talk about money, but I feel like it can be such an uncomfortable thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've I've mostly just I feel like I've dated guys who just like do things, and then yeah. you know they don't really like we don't get to the fighting point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, so to the yeah, money fights. You, you know, it's a big one, right? And I feel like there's a lot of um intentionality that has to go into it just also um being cognizant that really like money is one of the number one causes of disagreements in relationships whether it's romantics with friends right when folks ask you for money and they never pay back and the relationship just Mm -hmm. (laughs) right like money is really the cause of many and i think yeah yeah i don't know if i was good at this i think it's something that i'm also technically still working on and it's more along the lines of what you're you're some of you are sharing earlier it's like you know 
sometimes being comfortable to like you know and it takes a while to get there where if you feel some type of way you feel like you have the safe space to say those mm-hmm. things right because mm-hmm. some of those things which when they are not addressed they can blow up at a later time yeah. so having the safe right. space to have those conversations about money right revisiting yeah. those conversations because i think um for us we've had to like start it to be intentional like every month when you're you know at least every once a month everyone has to reconcile your expenses right that right. way it can also be a conversation of you know like how are we feeling is there anything that right. we want to change but i also think yeah. those conversations come up when you know someone changes a job and maybe they have a job yeah income at that point then mm-hmm. we revisit uh-huh. those conversations because i feel like when i reflect on the manifest that we've heard i think for me most of the time is you know what you're sh- sharing sharon where i was feeling some type of way and i just never said it and then yeah i just blew up right and mm-hmm. if i yeah. had you know being able to say those small things from the very beginning so it doesn't build into a much bigger thing then we would yeah. have it. okay so i'm learning to say those things say and i hope that yeah. i can also give yeah. a safe space for my partner to also you know be comfortable to have those discussions about money with me mm. wow wow that yeah. this is such a good question because it's like wow i'm reflecting on like i think i've had so many moments in different relationships where i've felt some type of way and i just never said like I probably wanted yeah. something or you know I wanted us to do yeah. I don't know certain things and I never said it because I was uncomfortable to have that money conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or wow. yeah. well, when you say it you say it a different way like you blow up thinking you mm-hmm. yeah. was of something but it's it could be related the to that money cause thing. Is yeah. Money yeah. <laughs> it's it's a money. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. remember uh, in one of my past relationships um so I, when i'm dating people like i don't ask i guess some people can ask i don't know we can talk about this but like i'm you know i don't know how to like ask like hey i would like for you to get me that thing i know i can get it but there's just something about like you mm. getting it to me yeah. so i had never mm. done that this was like maybe three years into the relationship and for the first time i was like i want that perfume mm. and I want you to buy it for me. Yeah. And the person was just like, why would I buy why? it for you? You have your own yeah. money, you know. <laughs> and I think they were serious like they were just like yeah. casually saying it, but I think mm. it had taken me so much strength to like mm. say that I would want them to yeah. buy it for me. Mm-hmm. Yo, I was so mad. I went and bought yeah. like, the biggest bottle of that yeah. perfume and I was like, yeah. you think I can buy this? It relates to that shower, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Some women are so good at that, though. Some women are really good in asking mm-hmm. for, like, things that they want. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I would die. rather just go buy it myself. <laughs> I'd rather cry. Yeah. yeah. Go buy it myself. But I'm yeah. not saying. Yeah. It's true. It's a thing where it takes you a lot of courage to even get there. Courage. And yeah. then when you're not yes. met with, like, acceptance, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, it, yeah. It it's shattering sometimes and i think yeah i don't yeah. really get what you're saying because they're always like oh yeah. just go get it but mm-hmm. it would yeah. be nice if you know yeah, you if did you it got for it. me and if you yeah. summed up the courage to even get there and the response yeah. is, oh, why not <laughs> to close this what have you learned or unlearned about finances in relationships 
Um, I've learned that I should be more transparent. <laughs> Thank you. No, we needed you to I learn need, that lesson. That's something I need to work on next year. Like I need to be more transparent on my finances. You know, with with my fi- friends in the industry, or you know, uh, with yeah. friends in general, and also in my relationship. Like you know, not yeah. trying to like hide hide some things. Yeah, so, yeah. don't be too harsh. Yeah. Fresh. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. a good takeaway. Yeah, I think for me, it's just, you know, acknowledging that, you know, conversations about money are difficult conversations, mm-hmm. but yeah. still pushing myself necessary, to, mm-hmm. but necessary, exactly. And pushing mm-hmm. myself to have those conversations every so often, you know, not just with friends, but also with um not just with your romantic partners, but also with friends. And actually, mm-hmm. this uh, first week, um, I was at one of my girls' friends plus with um, a few of our fellow girls. And, mm-hmm. you know, I felt like for the first time, we literally were just talking about how much is, each of us is making, how to mm-hmm. negotiate for more. And I was mm-hmm. like, yo, like, I'm so glad that we've gotten to this point in our relationship where relationship, we can just really yeah. have these conversations, right? And, yeah. It's, it's so beautiful, it's yeah. liberating when you can just talk mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, from our, yeah. you know, because we also want to, you know, learn how did you, how were you able to even make more? How do you yeah. ask for more, right? It's, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately, it's Matthew, you better send me your number right after this call because I don't know. Boom. She wants to bless you. Public institution. Public institutions don't have money. Private mm. institutions have all the money. <laughs> yeah. That's what you say. It's not what you make. It's what you save and what you yeah. have. Okay. I guess so. Too. Yeah. Yeah. It's what you keep. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I have learned. I think. Um. When Mercy was talking about like the openness and having like these conversations like regularly, I was like, yeah, I should just. I guess there's a way you talked that helped me know how to approach these conversations when they happen. Mm. Even though I've mm-hmm. thought that you know that, that I know. I, I don't know. It just became clear. Like, hey, I can actually approach these conversations this way. Instead mm. of like feeling things and just keeping them to myself, yeah, yeah. Uh, to myself. Uh, so that's what I've learned. Uh, like I, I definitely like understand where Winsome is coming from with you know holding your cards very close to the chest. But for me, I'm not like that even in friendships and whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let's just have this conversation if we, if we're having yeah. it, let's have it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, I guess that's all I've learned is ways to to go about having that conversation especially in romantic relationships it for today ladies it was nice having this conversation it was a fun one i had fun it Mm. was yeah i think Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah Yeah. you guys please follow us on instagram at the unlearning life podcast let us know what you think uh engage with us have conversations about money with us and let us know what tips you have for having these conversations with your romantic partners until next time bye bye Bye.